Are you ready? Oh, yeah! Strap yourselves in for the Gaming Hub. Your hosts, Tyler. You can't handle the truth. Graham. Force is strong. And Steven. You cannot be serious! Let's get started. Hey everybody, welcome to the Gaming Hub. This is episode number 164. We're here still live uh, from E3 2019 in Los Angeles, and we're going to talk today about uh, the Sunday events, day two of E3, which is the Microsoft and Bethesda press briefings, conferences, whatever you want to call them. But we were uh, in LA today down by the convention center at the Microsoft Theater. Later on, we went to the Shrine Auditorium to catch Bethesda. And uh, we're going to talk about it here. Well, just uh, if you're new to the show, we do this a little differently at E3. Not A, not quite as structured, but B, during when we talk about the conferences, we kind of go round table, each bring up a couple things, one, two, three things that really stood out to us, and then we kind of discuss it and move on. We're not going to go blow by blow, because if we did that for Microsoft today, it might take about five hours Yes. with 60 games. So we're going to uh, hit on the high points and go from there. But uh, before we get going, I want to introduce our co-host. So I'm joined, as always, uh, first by Steven. How are you? Doing well. I'm a bit tired already, and we're only on Mon or Sunday, not even Monday. So that sucks. <laughs> I didn't notice that you were tired at all. Yeah. Nope. Uh, luckily, <laughs> luckily, we have Monday um, tomorrow basically off. We don't have to go anywhere. So we'll get to rest, get some videos out for y'all, chill out, and... Kind of maybe recover a little bit before we go crazy Tuesday, yeah. Wednesday, Thursday, but it's not going to get any easier from here, and we're not no. even halfway done. And, and not, not that we don't like it, right? It's right. It's, it's, a, just, it's the good time. It's the good type of hard and like tiring, right? Yes, but yeah. work. Yeah, <laughs> it's work. I don't get wrong. We're here to work for you, so uh, we made that commitment. That's what we're absolutely serious about doing. So, but uh, before we get too much further, Graham, how are you? I'm not too bad. Uh, I'm a little tired as well. Like I said, it makes for a long day when you're out in the sun in lineups for <laughs> yeah two hours or an hour or whatever seems longer. And now we got some good greasy food in us. So uh, that's been our downfall. Yeah, we should have been eating those healthy. Those decisions, I think. We were talking about going like a, a sub, something on the cold side, maybe slightly healthier. They're not healthy, but they're slightly healthier. And instead we went for Philly cheesesteaks tonight and not a good idea. Because, yeah, we're all super tired. And uh, But we're going to get through this because, oh, hey, yeah. it was a really fun day. For sure. A lot of stuff to talk about. And, uh, you know, B, we love talking to you. So... Guys, let's let's jump in, and before we go roundtable, I just want to point out, like, one of the most fun things for me today was just getting to talk to people. Like, we still, we spent a lot of time standing in line, or at least a fair yes. amount. You guys, not quite as much, because you had different types of Microsoft passes than I did. But Somehow. Yeah. But, uh, got a chance to talk to people, and that's really fun, and you get to meet people, like I talked to somebody that is uh, towards the top of, like, a comic book publishing company, Talk to just somebody who uh, wanted to learn more about our show, a fan of video games, and they're going to give us a listen. So hi out there if you're uh, if you're the guy Hello. that I talked to in line at Microsoft today. I uh, appreciate that, and uh, it was really nice to meet you. And uh, we met, some of you might know Green Skull from, uh, you know, YouTube land and oh, streaming and, yeah, all that stuff. And it's so nice to see when you meet people that they're as nice as you hope they are. And he was. Yeah, he was super, super, super duper nice. Yeah. 
So that that's always fun. We you know we're we're trying to make contacts to meet people and help the show grow. So uh, that's always fun as well, and we're we're having a good time with that. It kind of helps alleviate the the fact that you're standing outside in what quickly became really hot weather today. Yes, it was it was hot outside. It, it made you appreciate the shade for sure. Yeah. So, yes. all right, guys. Last time, we're going to hit on Bethesda first. Okay. I think everybody sort of felt Microsoft was the main event of not just today, but maybe E3 as a whole. No, here? Nintendo. No, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. Really? But it could be Nintendo. You know. Stop. No, no. Reggie is here. You don't have to go promoting with Unicorn Island. Well, we'll see. Okay? We'll see. All right. So, let's talk Bethesda. And first of all, I just want to go around and get initial impressions of the show, and then we'll, we're going to go one thing that each of us wants to talk about. So, Steve, why don't we start with you? Initial thoughts on Bethesda. Um, well, last year I thought their conference wasn't very good, mm-hmm. and this year I thought it was somehow worse. Okay. And I don't, I don't know why, I mean, they, they announced some games that, like, look really fun, it was just the in-between stuff, and all the talk about, like, Elder Scrolls Blades and Legends and, I mean, ESO and Fallout 76, I guess I should have known they were going to talk about all of that, but they spent so much time on it and just not a lot of time on like games, and that was weak to me. Um, even the games we saw weren't, but minus Doom, Doom had a lot of gameplay. But the other two, they were just like teaser trailers, and maybe I'm comparing it to like Microsoft, which might be unfair of me, mm-hmm. because Microsoft's a console maker, right? So they have to have more games out. But then yeah. Bethesda's like their own studio, so they may not be working on as many titles, but at the same time, then why have a conference if you're only going to show... I, I feel like Bethesda could have done with the Treehouse route or like even what Square did last year and been better off. Now, yeah. I mean, Todd Howard's fun, and like he makes a joke, and you know we all laugh, but mm. overall, I thought just the conference was kind of weak. Okay. And I'm sure I'm going to get some hate. I did last year for it. Um, it turned out I was you correct. Did. That's right. Uh, you know, and it might turn out that I'm correct again. So I welcome it, you know. Very reputable company, as they were referred to. And <laughs> maybe that that is true. Yeah. Except Fallout 76 was in shambles, you know, late last year. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm, I, get, I get my soapbox here because I'm on camera and I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> so... And you're tired. <laughs> Sure, we could we could say that, but I didn't like the conference at all during the entire time. I was kind of bored. Okay, and that's fair. Um, Graham, what do you think? I didn't think it was as bad as what Stephen is uh, proclaiming it as. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, we didn't go in expecting too much about Bethesda because mm-hmm. we knew they weren't going to talk about Starfield. We knew they weren't going to talk about the Elder Scrolls Six. So then we kind of had an idea of what they were going to talk about. But they had some surprises, some unexpected games that no one knew that was in development and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Uh, so I, th- I thought they did a pretty good job. I know they had like three mobile games in there they talked about. Uh, and like Steven said, or you alluded to, that they are, they're not a console maker. They're a publisher and stuff like that yeah. and developer. Mm-hmm. So I-, I thought they covered a lot of ground. They, like I said, there was no really big surprises, although some people were surprised for announcements of Wolfenstein, which really threw me off because I'm like, we knew this was coming, so I don't know why you're so excited. But, oh, man, yeah. did people like Elder Scrolls Online? Oh, yeah. 
They so, were more excited for that than most of the Microsoft mm -hmm. uh, conference, except for Cyberpunk, but we'll get into that. Right. But uh, overall, I thought their structure was good, mm -hmm. and um, Doom was definitely the, the biggest part of it, and they like showed that over and over, and I think they had like three trailers for that, and they were showing other stuff. But I thought it progressed pretty good, and like I said, mm -hmm. for what they had, I thought they did a good job. I wouldn't say it was amazing and mind-blowing, because mm -hmm. there was definitely a lack of new content. But it did get me excited to play those games that I stopped playing or I didn't play. So yeah. I, I feel like if the game, or if the conference accomplished that, then mm -hmm. then that was probably what they were aiming for, so. Yeah, no, I, I'm kind of with you on that. And, you know, Stephen, to your point, yeah, I think, I think Bethesda's issue this year is that it's kind of an in-between year for them outside of Doom. So they don't have much coming out. And we saw sort of proof of life for a couple of games, right? Proof of concept. And that they're a thing and they're real and uh, they, they look fantastic. Uh, the, two that, the two that stand out for me, what was the one, Graham? The one set in Tokyo? Ghostwire yeah, Tokyo. I thought that game looked phenomenal. It has a lot of promise. Mm -hmm. And and then the other one where you're the Groundhog Day type one where you're just Deathloop. repeating yes, and Deathloop looks fantastic as well. So I think you know they laid out a roadmap for the future, and that's probably a theme we're going to talk about a little bit with Microsoft as well. But yeah, I, I thought it was fine. I I thought it was good, not great, but I I actually put it a little bit better than last year. No, there's no way. Yeah. Okay, I mean it's their own, right? But uh, yeah. And before we kind of move into the specifics of it, you know, again, we, our community's been asking, is it worth going to E3? And we've, you know, we could answer for EA Play yesterday. I think we can speak to the briefings now. And I'm going to tell you, TV does not do these things justice, what it's like in person. No. It is an event in person. It's so much fun, and the, the feeling behind it is, is so different. The When you're watching the demos and they're playing on TV, A, it, they look so much better on the huge giant 4K screen in the theater, right? Yeah. So there's that. And then B, they don't give you the crowd reactions inside the theater. So you hear these enormous like pops in the arena that you don't hear on TV at all. Oh, I think people heard Bethesda's cheering oh, on that, Twitter yes. because I'm, people I'm referring more to the Microsoft were side, complaining. Yeah. yeah, they're fun to go to if you, you do make your way out. We'll talk about the show. Um, like E3 itself, I mean, uh, yeah. as we get into the weeks. But the conferences, yeah. if you get into those, they're they're worth attending. Yes. Um, we didn't get to Devolver Digitals. We didn't even get a no. chance to watch it yet. We will watch it. Mm -hmm. uh, I've always heard great things about it. I don't think we've ever actually... We've never done an episode on it. No, we haven't. But Well, in the past, they've had some that were only like 15 minutes long. Yeah. So, There's still... Yeah. I heard they take the piss out of everybody, and that's always fun. Yes. So, so that, that's always good. And supposedly they have some of the best boot, or they have, like, a nice chill station outside of E3 where you can get, like, water yep. and stuff. So we'll see you when we, you know, go to the show on Tuesday. Yeah, what absolutely. They're, what they're doing. So, all right, guys, Bethesda itself. Steve, I'm going to go back to you here. One thing you want to kind of chat about, stood out to you, good or bad, or otherwise? Well, I'm going to go with Deathloop. Um okay. Both of the games, they both of their new IPs, they like showed off, like looked really good. Like they, mm. the concepts were really cool. Yeah. Uh, Deathloop, I'm really interested to see how that works. If you get to pick between the two characters, if you kind of work in tandem, or you you switch back and forth, and then maybe like mm -hmm. their stories like combine and they finally decide to work together. So I don't know how it's gonna work, but I just like the 
the cinematics looked really cool. The the killing um, back and forth between killing each other and then killing the other enemies. Like yep. it all looks sweet. I like the 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 loop situation. I, I really do like the Groundhog Day style story. I really want to see more about that game. Mm. I hope we can see it next. Um, we saw that too from. Um, Microsoft was a game, right? Yeah, the, there was a... The murder game? Yep, the one made by the people that made A Way Out, I think, is what mm -hmm. Graham was saying. But yeah, that's a, another time loop game. I, like the, I yeah. like the idea behind that. So we'll see if that can, they can actually, you know, make a good mm -hmm. game out of it. But so far, the concept looks good, and you have to have yeah. a good concept to make a good game. So oh, the starting point's there. Mm -hmm. No, I agree. And I, I thought that game stood out tonight in Bethesda. I thought it was very good. You know, I, I did think Bethesda got a little way down with too much additional content for current games that are, you know, coming. I think that's something more for a, not a press release, but like a... Um, for their QuakeCon and DoomCon. Yeah, QuakeCon, DoomCon, or like the direct type approach, Con, you know? Streaming on Twitch, something like that. Um, all that type of thing. Graham, what do you want to talk about from them? Uh, so what I want to talk about is a game that I was very excited to play when it came out and then did not play it at all because it got terrible reviews and people bashed on it. Uh, that game obviously was Fallout 76, mm -hmm. but it definitely showed, basically it made it more of a Fallout game by introducing NPCs, some quests and stuff like that, and like um, dialect uh, or dialogue uh, trees and stuff like that. Uh, so, and people were excited, so you could tell that's what fans wanted. And not only that, they introduced a Battle Royale type uh, yeah. uh, mode coming out called Nuclear Winter. Mm -hmm. And that actually made me interested to play this game. Now, uh, they said Nuclear Winter is available to try free this week, yep. but I don't know about Wastelanders, which is the one where mm -hmm. you have the NPCs and stuff like that. Yeah. But it seems like they are doing the right steps to correct the debacle that Fallout 76 was, mm -hmm. and they did joke about it and stuff like that, which we thought they would, because they're kind of like that. They know they make mistakes, and they laugh about it and stuff like that. Mm. So I think they're making the right steps to Fallout 76, and like I said, it was one of those games where after I watched it, I'm like, man, I feel like playing this now. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they're doing it justice, and I'm excited to jump back into it. Yeah, Graham, I'll add to that and just say, like, I. Yes, we knew Todd Howard was going to come up there and be funny, right? And say something dealing with Fallout 76. And it's not enough to just be funny and make a joke about it and have everybody go, ha-ha, the game was broken, how funny is that? They need to take steps to make it right, and they are. Yes. And, I, I, you know, the crowd there turned in a pretty big way, at least the one guy that was really close to us that was being super negative the whole time. Uh, he was pretty happy when they announced kind of what they're doing with the NPCs and all that type of stuff. Uh, they, the crowd seemed to turn there a little more uh, towards being really supportive of what they're doing with the game. And hopefully that's representative of the player base in general. But I talked to people today just waiting in line that love Fallout 76. Not, not at Bethesda, but actually waiting in line for Xbox. I love Fallout 76, and, you know, this is only going to make the game better for them. Yeah. So. No, I feel like I should have gave it a try, but... I haven't yet, but hopefully this gets me back into it. I, I feel that that Battle Royale mode is going to be a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. And I don't know how much I'm going to really want to play it, but I feel like that, if, if I was going to do one, it would be that one. So, that's me. All right, so you got anything on follow-up? No. no. Okay. 
All right, uh, mine is Doom. And Doom looks tremendous. It, it is, it's fast, it's action-packed, it is super fun. The music is great, as always, in the game. I don't know what else to say about it other than that. It just looks amazing, and I can't wait to play it. And, you know, they had it there to play for us tonight after the show, but we, by the time we got out of there, that line was forever, and we oh. wouldn't have been starting this episode for another hour and a half. Yep. If we had done that, so we wanted to, to get back. We're going to try to play it on the show floor, though, at E3 this week. And But, guys, your, your thoughts on Doom? I, I thought it looked fantastic. It looked amazing. It looked yeah. super colorful, uh, just absolutely beautiful for, like, a murder fest. <laughs> yes. Um, it looked really fun, too. Like, the amount of, you know, ways you can kill the enemies, the amount of enemies, the difference mm -hmm. between the enemies and the locations, all of it just looked phenomenal. It makes me want to go back and, like, try to finish the Doom 2016 uh, so I'm going to probably do that. I'll probably, if I don't have it downloaded, I will download it. And as soon as E3 is over, start playing that game. Mm -hmm. And I'm excited for the game to come out. I think it comes out in November, of course, because every game yes. is coming out in November. Everything's coming in November. We got <sighs> Death Stranding. We got Doom. Star Wars. We got Star, Star Wars Jedi Wars. Fallen Order, the game of the year. And Gears, I think. Uh, no, Gears is September. Oh, is it? Yeah, it's early yeah. September. I'm pretty sure there's another There's one. just too much crap coming yeah. out in November. And by crap, I mean really, really good games, but yes. just a lot of it. <laughs> good crap. Too, too much stuff that's going to hurt your wallet. Yeah. I, I do worry a little bit about October this it. year, though, guys. Like, October's got Call of Duty, and unless we see something that we, we don't know about, October's going to be pretty light. So, well, else? Borderlands comes out. Late September, right? Yeah. So, yeah, there'll be that, there too. There you go. Okay. All right. Let's, uh, let's move on to Microsoft. Microsoft. And that is, like I said, I feel like that was the main event of E3 this year. And they had an opportunity to really deliver and wow everybody. What are your initial thoughts on the show? Because when we first walked out, I, I, we've, we, we all kind of said we need to process this for a little bit. Yeah. And really think about it. But go ahead, Graham. Well, you said they had to deliver, and I don't think they delivered. Not okay. not for as big as we thought they were going to, especially with Sony bowing out mm -hmm. to be part of E3. We're like, okay, this leaves the door wide open for Microsoft to come in and just steal the show and blow everybody away. But they did not seize that opportunity. I don't know if it's because yeah. <clears throat> there's just way too much planning and they weren't they don't plan for to be the sole person of E3, so. So let me let me ask this question. Yeah, Ryan. go ahead. Do you, do you think that the fact that we're under well, at first we were a little underwhelmed, and you kind of are. Um, do you think that's their fault or ours? And you know, as individuals, for getting too hyped up about what they might do, I think people saw this opportunity, and yeah, it was a serious opportunity, and then they thought they're going to give us everything yeah. all at once. Yeah, no, I think you raise a good point with that because we mm -hmm. did have it build up to be so much. Yeah. And when we didn't get what we thought it was going to be, we're like, okay, well, then they don't really have anything to surprise me and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But we can't quite take away from them because they've had all these studios and stuff like that, and they showed that there is actually stuff coming from them. And then they had a, they had another studio they talked about. Uh, mm -hmm. I forget the name. It's Double... Double Fine. Double Fine. Double yep, Fine. Yep. So people got excited for that. Um, but yeah, they had some good announcements. We really thought we were going to see something on new consoles, like 
basically they talked about it and stuff like that and they just mentioned the specs like percentage wise or like how many mm -hmm. times better this is going to be but they didn't give any specifics which no. i really thought they were going to at least do that you thought they might actually announce the console yeah. and stuff like that so we were wrong on that front we were. I, I was wrong on that and yep. so but i think the fact that you know i was wrong on that helps explain why this year's was what it was and what next year's probably will be steven your initial thoughts um despite what these two think i thought that conference was good and I'll explain I haven't why. said anything yet. Well, okay, <laughs> but you've explained it off. So why are you going to me? Ah, I should have gone last. Whatever. I liked it. I thought it was a good conference, like good, solid eight, maybe even eight and a half. The reason being, I, I know yesterday I said that they need to, like, blow it out of the water to, like, you know, convince me to stay. However, last year they kind of set a baseline, but I don't even think they did. This year they did. They set that foundation for next year's conference to be really good. I think we're going to see a lot of games next year for the new generation. They just, what's the point of announcing them now just to wait a year and a half when we know yeah. the consoles aren't coming out? So they announced all the games that were coming by basically next next C3. So I, I really actually did like like their conference. I Next year will be the make or break year for sure. Like it's it's the last one. It's gonna mm -hmm. be the one that convinces me to stay. Right now I'm leaning to maybe even just staying in, on my PC and not even going console wise and, and taking that route because I have a good PC and now it, we'll talk maybe about Game Pass Ultimate later. But if not, I mean Game Pass coming to PC with games. Yep. Steam's always been amazing. Uh, you have countless others. Humble Humble Monthly. You can get games all over the place. You can get more games than you can get on the consoles, right? Like across even genres. Because you can't get grand strategy games on your on your console, except for the Switch now has Civ. But there's one. And Stellaris, I guess. So there's two. Mm -hmm. Alright, but I thought it set up good for going forward. And yes, it would have been nice to see the new console being announced for like soon, but that's more because we wanted it, not because it yeah. was realistic. Um, Tyler, I think we said like a few months ago it was less than 10% chance it happened. Yeah, I agree. And yeah, it didn't happen. So I did think it was a good a good conference. And yeah. I, I thought it set it up better. Last year's I thought was not very good compared um, to this. Yeah. I thought this year's was better. I mean, I thought last year they made, they started laying out the case for why they were going to be fine next generation. Mm -hmm. And I think this, this year they continued that and they upped it a little bit. My initial reaction when I came out of the Microsoft Theater was that uh, this was a letdown. But then I started thinking about it and I, and I asked myself the same question I asked you, Graham. Is that, is it a letdown because of them or because of me? Mm -hmm. And I think it was because of me. And, and I think, you know, as gamers, we've got to ask ourselves that, right? What were our expectations going in? Were they fair? I don't think mine were in this case. And when I really stopped to think about it, if they're not releasing the box until next holiday, why do we expect to see every game that's coming out on it this year? Yeah, no, that's a fair point. And sure. they gotta they gotta show that next year to really make the case because Sony's probably gonna be back at E3 next year, and if they're blowing it out with all this stuff, and Microsoft's already shown it, then everybody's gonna say, well, we've already seen all this. Yeah. You know, Microsoft, if you're watching, if you do not show Fall Fable Four, I said Fall. Fable 4 next year, I'm done with you. I'm not buying your new console. I don't give yeah. two craps if it's more powerful than the PS5. I'm done. I'm done. Well, this is you. I'm done. <laughs> On another note, though, is it fair for 
gamers to expect. You know, they announced the addition of all these new studios last year, right? Seven total, now it's eight or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it fair for gamers to expect them all to show off their new stuff right now? I, I don't think so. It takes a long time to get this stuff up and going. What do you think? Yeah, and that's something where you want to be careful and make sure you're ready. Mm-hmm. Because when you release games that aren't ready, you you take a ton of backlash. Mm-hmm. Like, we've seen this countless times with many games, some, like, AAA games, and they've just struggled coming out of the gate for this reason. And then the next greatest thing comes along, and then people forget about what they had. So I think of them taking time and stuff like that and not showing it until they're, like, ready or know it's coming out. I think that would be the better uh, better approach for them. Yeah. So your thoughts, like, do you think it's fair for people to expect that one year later? I don't think, well, I don't think I was expecting. A lot of fans were, though, because that's what a lot of people are saying right now. I mean, I wanted games, and we got games. I didn't Mm. expect every single new studio to show everything they were making. I mean, some of those studios might not have had anything and were working straight from scratch. And that's one year later, so, I mean, that's ridiculous. For a brand new IP, like, those are, what, four, five, six years sometimes? Yeah, especially for a smaller studio, yeah. yeah. The, what we did see from the new acquisitions today were games that were long in development when they already when they got acquired. Yeah. You know, so and those to me both look pretty fun. But let's move into our specifics now. So um, I'll go first here, and let's let's just talk about Halo right away. So we didn't see any gameplay, but did we think we were going to? No. 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 And I and out there, if if you're Max, you didn't see Halo gameplay. I. Don't be. That's an unfair expectation for a game that's now a year and a half from launch. You're not going to see gameplay yet. So you'll see it next year. You'll see a lot of it. But you're not going to see gameplay yet uh, for, for Halo 6, Halo Infinite. What we did see, though, that was pretty cool. Like, it, it, tr- it gave us at least a little glimmer of what story-wise we might be looking at. Yeah. Um, I need and, to go back and finish Halo 5 because yes. I don't know if I was... Would have understood the story if I did that, but right or the starting point of whatever mm-hmm. trailer that right. was. What, what about that moment though, where he's like he sees the signal and he wipes the, the screen, and there's Master Chief right outside the the yeah, ship. That's pretty you cool. Know, that was pretty yeah. cool. And I that got was pretty cool. Yeah, I got a good reaction inside the theater. So, you know, and then the Cortana bit at the end, at the very end, was cool. So, there's not much else to say about it because we didn't see gameplay of any type. No, it looked cool. I mean, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see more, but. I didn't expect that game to come till next year, and it's not, so yeah, mm-hmm. nothing yeah. really else to say about it. Yeah. yeah, they said it was going to be launched on next-gen console, and I thought the game looked stunning. Like, the background, the colors, and just, it looked amazing. Yeah. Um, I don't know if that was running on the next-gen Xbox or just a really powerful PC, but it, it looked phenomenal. So. Yeah. Definitely, like, I'm not nearly as hyped as you two are to play it. For Halo, yeah. For Halo, but uh, I thought it was a great game, mm. and um, like I said, that could be the one where I get into it, where I have worked my way to the mm. first three, but it hasn't really hooked me story-wise, but I'm sure it's going to be good, and it's going to be, like I said, a launch title, so yeah. it's going to be good to see that go along with the new Xbox. Yeah, I feel like it might be one of those series, Graham, where like if you play each one when it comes out and you're there for the hype of it and the fun of it all, like you probably feel much more attached to it. But going through it like you did years later, 
And looking at a game that, you know, was what, 14, 15 years old when we first started playing it, or when you first started playing it, yeah. then, yeah, I can see why you wouldn't have that attachment to it, right? Um, but anyway, Graham, how about you? What do you want to talk about? What do I want to talk about? Well, there's a fair bit. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Outer Worlds. More and more I see of Outer Worlds, more and more I want to play it. Um, mm -hmm. Did we get a release date? Yes. Yeah. And what was that release date? I don't next, remember, but it's next year. Right? No, it's not. It's this no, year. No, it's this year? It's this year? Yeah, it is And I year. think it's an October game. It's an October game. Might be, yeah. We'll, it's not we'll November, is it? <laughs> no. Thanks for putting us on the spot, Graham. But, so, yeah, um, sorry. I yeah, didn't sorry. Right But, no, this game looks awesome. It it streams Fallout in so many ways, like an actual full-blown Fallout game. Mm -hmm. um, it looks like it's got some space travel. Like, I'm not quite sure. But uh, some here says October. Yeah, and then Twitch chat has us. It's October. 25th. All right, October, October 25th. 25th. So, yeah, that's exciting. I Like I said, and, like, they're showing how you can choose to go. You can be completely evil or you can be the nice hero person mm -hmm. or anywhere in between. You can be a yep. psychopath, which... Yeah, which yes. they that's going to be me. <laughs> which, that just sounds awesome to me, and yeah. I can't wait to play that one. That I, one actually stood yeah. out. Gameplay looked fun and everything. Oh, I but, was in on this last E3. My favorite part was the fact that it was coming to Game Pass. I was curious about this one because it wasn't... It was announced before Microsoft actually acquired Obsidian. So I was wondering if it was going to be a Game Pass game. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, all the... Like, Game Pass just looks more and more worth it oh, yeah. uh, recently because, like, there's so much coming yeah. to it. Uh, you know, we had, like, 30 new, like, ID games. Um, mm -hmm. It was the indie developers. Yeah. And... A lot of cool stuff. I mean, totally accurate battle sims coming. I don't know if yeah, you guys know what that is. Yeah, it's really fun. I mean, mm -hmm. I've, I used to watch people play it on Twitch. It, it looks great. Um, but, I mean, with that, and then, you know, you had the Outer Worlds, which looks super fun. I'm really excited it to, does. to I, play that. I, I liked what I saw last year, but then when I saw this year, what they showed today, I'm sold on that game. Wow. I absolutely want to play it. So, all right, Steven, you're up. All right, I'm going to steal it before you guys do. Okay. Uh, obviously, Cyberpunk 2077, yep. the biggest part of the event. I was leaving it for you. I was, I was, yeah, I was really hoping you didn't, so thank you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it was amazing. Uh, the, was right away, like, it looked cool. Like, I was like, what are they going to do? It looked way different than what we saw last year. Yep. And then, you know, the thing happens, and, and it cuts to, cuts to, like, it cuts out and then it like reboots itself reboots, and then yep. you're sitting there and then I just see the beard and, and right away I knew. Yep. Um, I might have known with the voice, but I don't know if mm. I fully knew until I saw the beard and I'm like, and then I see Keanu's face in the game and I just yell, like I was yelling. And, yep. and, and then so the, were thousands of other people. Oh yeah, everybody. Yeah. I, yeah. And then we, like the, the little thing comes up and out walks Keanu Reeves and like, mm. you know, welcome Keanu Reeves and like everybody's on their feet like yep. clapping and I'm like, Keanu, you're my boy. Um, not, we watched it back on TV tonight. Yeah. And I'm telling you that it, the, the, the stream does not do that moment justice of what it was like. I yeah, think, that was there. insane inside. It was insane oh, yeah. inside there. People were so excited. It was so loud. And the, the little exchanges Keanu had with the crowd, too. Um, somebody yelled out, and they called him Neo, and he laughed at it and yeah. you know, pointed at him. And then the whole, like... You know, he said, going around the city is breathtaking. And somebody yells out, you're breathtaking. And he's like, no, you're breathtaking. <laughs> that was, it, was, it was great. And it was such a great moment 
to me, it's a, it's a moment that I don't think we would appreciate as much if we hadn't been there. No, I mean, it would have been cool, like, to see. I'm sure you guys enjoyed yeah. it, but just being there for that, it was it was amazing. Mm -hmm. um, and the fact that it, it didn't come out... I, I posted a, like, little quick prediction thing on Twitter mm -hmm. right before the show went live, and I changed it up a little bit from my predictions last night. So I was correct last night, wrong this morning. It's coming out... <laughs> Uh, April's 14th yeah. um, next year. So that's still pretty early. It's right in that beautiful time window of nothing else around it, mm -hmm. uh, which is going to be great because it means I can play that right before I hopefully have it done by E3 of 2020. Yeah. Um, but we'll see. But, yeah, I cannot wait for that game. Like, I don't even think we saw gameplay. I didn't need to see gameplay. No. I we just, saw it last year. We did, right. but yeah, they, I bet you, you they changed some it. stuff. You will see it Thursday. I, yeah, I, I probably am going to yeah. get to see it. I hope I get to talk about it. I can't record it, but I'm, I hope I get to talk because then I can tell you guys what I see. But right. I'm just Well, I'm actually, absolutely... last year they didn't show any gameplay in, in the briefing, but they showed it behind closed doors. You're right, yeah. So that's exactly what it will be this year, too. Hopefully, mm -hmm. hopefully. So, um, yeah, I, what else is there to say about that game except just Nothing. please come out early? Oh, yeah. yeah, I cannot wait <laughs> yeah. till, till April of next year. Like, next year's going to be crazy. Are they becoming as hype-worthy as Rockstar? See you, Project Red. Yeah, and I can even make comparisons to Bethesda, too. Early Bethesda. I think Bethesda's lower than both of them now. Well, now, because Bethesda yeah. shot themselves in the foot the I, last few years. Even before that. I don't know about I don't, that. I don't, think, I don't think they were at this level. I think they I were with Fallout oh, yeah. 4. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Okay, maybe. In Skyrim? Yeah. Oh, okay. Skyrim? I disagree yeah, with you I'll on that, Tyler. All right, all right. I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But I'll with Rockstar, yeah, yes, I do. Yeah. Um, they have to put out maybe one more big one Yeah. after and this. I, and I guess, I guess where I get the comparison between those two is that they're both, when both, just releasing a game for them is an event because they take years in between. Yeah. Whereas Bethesda is a publisher also, you know, and they, they have games coming out every, you know, every year basically. Except for their two temples. We know those are the big ones, right? Fallout and Elvis Rose. That's true. So it's, you know, those two though, Rockstar and CD, are, it's an event when a game comes out because it's years in between. And we see the benefit of that, right? Because they take years to get it right and it's awesome. So, like, we're so excited for a game that is still nine months away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yep. Sure. Yep, so uh, I nothing else to say about it. It's just you just please come out on time. Oh yeah, I hope that doesn't Don't work yourself into the grave to do it, but please come out on time. <laughs> yes. Um All right. Alright, so uh, back to me. I want uh, Steven you brought up Game Pass, so let's talk about that. Uh, let's talk about Game Pass Ultimate. Which I think is a great deal. I was actually super impressed. That's one of the yes. ones where I got loudest in the theater because I actually thought Game Pass what was a premiere. Is that the no. whole thing? What's Game Pass it? Ultimate. No, 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 the one where no, you no. just have... Um, EA Premier? No. Did, did they just tack it on to Ultimate? What's the one that with um, just Game Pass and uh, Game Pass for console and Xbox Live? Game Pass Is Ultimate? That, okay, so they just added the, the PC to it. Okay, so when they first rolled that out, though, for, what, 15 bucks, and it was just those two? Yes. I was like, eh, I don't know. But now that you're adding PC to it, and it's basically free. Yeah. For you, and I think that's fantastic. I think it's a great deal. So um, I don't know what you guys think, but you know, we, we were all asking each other, kind of, and I heard people asking around us when they showed it: Is it going to be free, or is it is it going to pay separately, or what is it? And we got our answer today. So what do you guys think about Ultimate? Stephen, you already bought it. Yeah, well, I mean, <laughs> it was one dollar to like for the first month, but it stacks. I hope I. 
I don't know if it's only through today. I hope not. Um, we'll get this up, and hopefully you guys go check it out, get it for a dollar. But if you already have Game Pass and and Gold, it like stacks on that because mm. I had Game Pass through basically the twenty second or like twenty twenty two, March of twenty twenty two. And so now I have Game Pass Ultimate through March of 2022. So it's stacked off that, not even off gold for me. So it yep. extended my gold for, and I, so it was a dollar. And now I have that through, so I don't have to pay for basically three years, uh, a little under. So that's pretty amazing for me. I'm really excited, but I'm excited to get to play some games on PC. There's some stuff coming out. Um, like Metro Exodus was one. There's some other stuff like Age of the Empires 2 Remastered, I think, will be on there. And there's there are different games. There It hasn't started. I think it's in beta right now. The full thing's supposed to roll out by September or October, excuse me. Yeah. Uh, September or October. So, but it will be a different list of games. But, yeah, it, it's included with your Game Pass. Like, yeah. you pay for Game Pass, you get it on PC. It'll yeah. be different games, but there you go. Including, yeah. MCC, all the Halo games. Yep, and you're oh, starting yeah. with yep. Halo Reach, yeah. yeah. Yep. Such a great deal. Graham, are you going to switch to going monthly now for that instead of buying the year? Uh, you know, I probably will just because mm. I do pay for Game Pass. So I think it's well worth it. And some of those games I will probably play on PC. Mm -hmm. So And it gives you that option as well, right? So uh, I think it's a great deal. And when I, I saw too. that, uh, a lot of people got excited. It wasn't just you. You can... Yeah. You can judge it by the uproar of people being yes. excited and what they really like. Yep. Like I learned from Bethesda, people really like Elder Scrolls Online. Yeah. So. Uh, real quick, guys, I, I thought it's kind of funny looking at the differences in the crowds, the personalities of those two crowds today. Like Bethesda fans, super, yeah, super um, passionate. Oh, yeah. Shall we say? Yes. Yeah. About what they like. And I feel like Xbox fans are a little more. Um, Polite, for lack of a better word, um, subdued. Yeah, well, it's like they're cautiously hopeful that something amazing yeah. is going to happen, but they're used to it not. And Bethesda, like, they're really passionate about these games. Well, yeah, and you then they it. gave their fans like an open bar and stuff like that. And that may have factored in. That's kind of what I was thinking, especially with uh, one or two people that were like really yeah. loud, like all the time and shouting out. I did post in our Discord today that you know Bethesda had the open bar, so they win E three automatically, but. Yeah, I, I don't know. But yeah, definitely a passionate fan base from Bethesda. And Microsoft, like, they were happy. I, the, you're here for Game Pass. You're definitely here for Cyberpunk and some other stuff. So, uh, Graham, what do you got next? Uh, so, what I got next is, well, let's see. I'll save that one for you. Uh, I'm going to go with Ori and Will of the Wisps. Mm -hmm. I was kind of disappointed at the date. I was hoping it was coming I was as either... Well. This fall, or I was hoping summer. Yeah, actually, like tomorrow. I was. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah. Was that it's available now? Yeah. Um, that would have been a huge and announcement. It didn't happen. Yeah, and not head, this year. It's uh, next year. What is it? February. Is it February. February of next year. My head dropped. I don't know if you guys noticed, yeah, but I did, I did it too. saw, and I was like, oh my god. Yeah, my yeah. shoulders just. Saying a little bit. <sighs> I was like, I can't, I've been waiting. It should have came out last year, and now we don't even get it until yeah. next year. And I mean, fine, like, make your game good. That's what I want. And, you know, don't go in super crunch, and I'm okay. And, like, it's really, I, I'll, I'll live, obviously. I yeah. can't really do anything about it. Right. But it's one of those things that I've been wanting to play forever. I love Ori and the Blind Forest. And the fact that we still haven't gotten it. I know. It's 
Yeah. Really and, and, depressing. I think what adds to that is the fact that the game looks so damn good. Oh, it does. It does. What they showed today is freaking amazing. It did look like and, they changed the game now to being more yeah. like against big bosses rather than just yeah. individual levels. I um, mean, ex exploration, which I'm okay with. I, yeah. I liked really the end set pieces. Remember the escapes in Ori and oh, the Blind yeah. Forest? I love doing those. Of course I do. Those were fun. I mean, you so die a times. billion times, yeah. but yeah. I want to see the person that can like beat the game with, uh, you know, an Iron Man mode, which I think you only get like five deaths or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. That's insane. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, <laughs> so. but they did show a lot of like gameplay and stuff like that. Didn't show off a lot of abilities, but they showed off some. But it just was remind me of how much fun I had playing the first game and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. uh, like I said, besides the disappointment of the release date, yeah. the game looked awesome. Um, yeah, I just want to get in there and explore that world. Like Steven knew what it was like right away as soon as he heard the music because it has very distinct music the and piano. stuff like that. Yep. The piano, yes. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, I'm excited. Like I said, disappointed that it's not till next year, but. You know, good things come to those that wait. It's like a little, That's like what wine. They say. It gets better with age, so can't wait to play that one. Yeah. Okay, right. Steven, give us one more thing. All right, um, all right, I'm gonna say it. Microsoft Flight Sim coming to Xbox. Okay. Because of how gorgeous it looked, it looked amazing, and I love flight simulator games. Um, I've been playing. I mean, I play Kerbal Space Program. And I like making airplanes just because I like doing the flying part. But I'm I. I've thought about getting the flight, flight, flight Sim on like, Steam Edition, and the fact that now it's coming to Xbox and PC and uh, at, on the Game Pass, mm -hmm. and it looks gorgeous in 4K. Nice. Just seeing the, it'll be fun to just kind of explore. I hope it's pretty realistic with how much you get to like look at, it, and you can go see the pyramids, and they're actually in okay. their like legit locations. I don't, want, I don't want too realistic. I don't want it to take like 20 hours to fly. Right, right. You know what I mean, though. I want yeah, like but, realistic yeah. locations and stuff. Yeah, oh, and it looks like that, But right? it looked amazing. Yeah, a lot like, of really famous landmarks around the world, they were shown in the thing today, and that'd be awesome to go fly. Yeah, it'd be like, do like the our planet or planet Earth type documentaries, mm -hmm. but in flight sim. I think that'd be fun. Yeah. And be cool, like learn and go places that you would never actually get to go to. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, for sure. All right, um, that'll wrap up our Xbox part. And uh, I do, I do just, I think we'd be, you know, guilty here of, of we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up Gears Five, at least for a second. Yeah, right? it's it's their big game that's coming out this year. We know that. And guys, I I didn't think they showed off as much of it as I was not hoping for, but expecting. Really, and for a game that's coming out in September, early September, early to mid. Yeah. That, yeah. Uh, the no gameplay thing was a little weird. It was. Yeah, for sure. It was, and they say they're gonna show it at Gamescom, but that's less than a month before release. Yeah. So. I, I think, we, I, I don't think I'd worry too much. I mean, Gears 4 played great. I don't know why. That's true. I don't think right. they're gonna switch much between it. No. I think they're adding the modes and they just wanted to show other things. Yeah, the I like the new mode. Cool, yeah, the escape mode looked cool. Is that yeah so, the? Mm -hmm. no, it wasn't called no no the, not the escape. Was that the one where you had to go? That's the one they went in depth on at the end. Yeah, the three the three yeah, player. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, that one looked cool. I like that. Right. So. So anything else on Microsoft? No, it was good. I mean, there was a lot of games announced. Um, a lot that's coming this year. They may not be super AAA games, but there's a lot of ID games. Yes. So indie titles. There's plenty to play on Xboxes. Yes, there's, there is. Like rest assured, if you're an Xbox One owner, there's a lot of really good games to play. Uh, we did get a question a bunch of times in Discord that I saw, 
And I just do want to clarify for the people who thought there's a college football game coming based on that ending <laughs> trailer. Yeah. It is not. That is part of Madden 20. Yeah. 100% confirmed part of Madden 20. Okay. Sorry. To yeah, sorry. People got <laughs> so, all excited for it. All right. So let, let's wrap up here. Let's let's grade each one. And let's start with Bethesda. So, Steven, you want to go first? No. A to 8F? No? Graham, go ahead. A lot of pressure. Um, for Bethesda, I'm going to give them a... 6.5. Yeah, you're the grade. 8F. Yeah. Letter oh, grade. Oh, no, okay. Letter no, grade. Plus is the minus. Is right. Now I got to convert it. Um, okay, I will well, give 6. them. 6.5 would be a D. Yeah, that's a straight D. Yeah, so, well, if... let's be a little nicer. I'll give them a C. Okay. I'm going to be a little nicer than you, guys. I'm going to give them a B minus. Um, I, I liked what they showed, the, just the proof of concept for the new stuff later down the road. I think those. You know, concepts are really cool and new for them, so it's unique, and uh, and and they kind of got me excited about going back to some stuff that I'd gone away from. Yeah, I might so, be a little hard. I'm not trying to sway you. Know, you. I'm whatever. not trying to sway you because I think Steven's going to go longer I'll, than you. Right they now. showed one new game. They get a two. D plus. A D plus. They played, showed one new game, yeah. like yeah. gameplay. They okay. showed two okay. new okay. trailers, but one new gameplay. Mm -hmm. I agree. So D plus. Okay. All right, Microsoft. Steven, you're up first this time. If I was happier mood, you could convince me for a C minus, though. Um, <laughs> Microsoft, oh, I gotta go first. I feel like I feel like B plus is too harsh, but A minus is too good. <laughs> There's nothing in between. So here's what I'm gonna do. It's an 89.9, but the t professor is nice, and they uh, uh, yep. round it up to an A minus. So that's okay. what they get. Yeah. They get a rounded A minus, so it doesn't quite count. Great on a curve. By the way, last year you gave Microsoft a higher grade than that. I don't believe you. You did. What did I give him? You gave him an A. I don't. I don't I'm think that's correct. I'm pretty sure I didn't. I'm almost. I don't know. I can't. Graham, go ahead. I can't break this tie. So what I give them? I would give them probably a B B minus um, because they hyped it up for well. Did they or did we? Okay, we did, but okay, they talked about Project Scarlet and stuff like that, mm -hmm. but they didn't show the console, they didn't give did any they solid specs. We're, we're a year and a like half that. away and they did talk about specs. Yeah, they did talk about well, specs. They talked about it, but they didn't make any like concrete. They're like, it'd be 40%. Well, they talked about the, the yeah, RAM they... and stuff like that and the SSD. All right, then I will give them, I'll give them a B plus still. Okay, that's fair. I'm gonna give them an A minus. Uh, I think the there was no specific game from Microsoft or Xbox Studios that stood out other than the ones we know already, like you know Halo and Gears, that was like this is a next generation console seller. But I think those are gonna be there next year, at least they need to be. Mm -hmm. So, but I'm gonna judge them based on the the sheer number of games they showed off today that you can play on that console if you're an Xbox One owner, and it's good. Life's good. There is no Death Stranding on this console. No, we're not going to lie to you. There's no Death Stranding here. There's no God of War here. There's none of that. And that's just being honest. But it's still a B plus, or I'm sorry, an A minus effort. Um, but if they don't come next year with something really serious, uh, with a serious lineup of launch games, launch window games, like the first six months for that new console, I don't 
know. Oh, yeah. Th next year, it will be the very, very, very harsh grading system by, by me. Mm -hmm. um, you got lucky. You got your little... I was nice to you. I feel <laughs> like you set a good base, and I feel like you're going to deliver next year. I really do feel like you set a good foundation. And we yeah. can see a lot next year. Yeah. However, if you fail me next year, I will... Ooh, don't. That's don't. Yeah. Because I'm, the, you know, the one everyone's listening to across <laughs> okay. the world. Yes. <laughs> I'm just, just you. Uh, no, not on the podcast. I mean, in, in general. Well, uh, here's where we're at. I told you guys earlier today, and I told you before, that back in 2013 when it was Xbox and PlayStation launch, you know, for the PS4 and the Xbox One, I was an Xbox, total Xbox fanboy at that point. I'm not anymore. I, I enjoy both. I like both. But, man, the fact that I was there not that long ago, and now I'm like, if you don't bring it next year, I don't know what to tell you. Yeah. Yeah. That says a lot about what this generation has been for them. And I've been, we've all stayed loyal to that brand through this generation and how you have to come with something bigger. I, I was really hoping for something more today a little bit. But what you did is you made a good case of why you should be happy that you have an Xbox One now. But next year you need to make a case to people who don't why they need to buy one. Yeah, why? And, yep. Yep. I agree. So, yep, for sure. All right. Uh, guys, anything else before we get out of here? Nope. All right, so really quickly before we go, uh, we'd love to have you join the community. Uh, head on over to Facebook. The Gaming Hub Forum is there. We've seen so much growth there over this week. It's awesome. Uh, head on over to Twitch. We're broadcasting live right now. TXH Gaming Hub on Twitch. From either of those places, get a link to our Discord. Come join us there. Check out our YouTube, the Gaming Hub Podcast on YouTube. Hit subscribe there. Make sure you uh, hit on, turn on notifications as well. We got stuff going out pretty much every day here. Uh, we just posted what or we post every episode. Plus, we posted an EA Play thing, right? And we'll probably put it, put together something tomorrow from kind of the videos and pictures that we put together today. So. Uh, if you want to help support the community and the show, we'd love to have you do that as well. And a couple different ways. Twitch again, TXH Gaming Hub. If you're an Amazon Prime member, you get a free, free Twitch Prime sub every single month. And if you choose to spend that on us, we'd really appreciate it. And if not, spend it on someone. Other way, we have Patreon, patreon.com slash gaming hub. For as low as $2 a month, you get exclusive content. And for as low as $5 a month, you get that plus uh, entries, at least one entry, into a monthly giveaway just for patrons for $60 in gift cards to the console of your choice. And I... Only stumbled a couple times getting through that today. <laughs> Only yeah. That's so, <laughs> all right. Uh, we had some really cool Wednesday, so I'm asking our community help support us there. We get the opportunity Wednesday morning at E3 to do an episode live from the E3 show floor. Yeah. It is. It's an honor, and it's uh, that we were asked to do that, and it's something we're so looking forward to. It's, we're really excited and a little nervous, I think, at the same time, but it's gonna be super cool. So. If you can help support us, I know a lot of you are working whatever Wednesday morning, but if you can, tune in on Twitch. We'd really appreciate that. We're going to really try to get it up on Twitch as long as the internet's good enough there. And, yeah, we'd love to have you be part of that because it's, uh, it's a big deal for us. Considering mm -hmm. that, you know, a couple years ago, Graham, we were, like, sitting on our couches watching this. And yeah. Last year we were, right? Yeah, no, so exactly. to get yeah. asked to do that this year, it shows how much we've grown in the last year, and that's because of you. Thank you, uh, everybody in our community. Yeah, thank you. All right. Thank you. We're out of here for 164. I, I keep forgetting the episode numbers because now we're putting out one a day or more. So, we're on, we're 164. Tomorrow we'll be back with episode 165 talking about Ubisoft and Square. Until then, have a great night, everybody. Enjoy E3 tomorrow. Have a great day. We'll talk to you soon. Take Bye. care, everyone.